This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are Bad Moms in Business, and I think we have a fun episode today. So there's this trend going around on TikTok that says, five things I would never do in whatever field that person is in. So if you're a psychologist, if you're a teacher, like all of this stuff. So we thought we would bring that to the podcast and do five things we would never do as business owners. And I have a feeling this is going to be a lot because we each have five things. So let's just jump right into it. Okay. Who wants to start? Amanda, go ahead. Uh, I I totally was going to. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Amanda's number one thing is go second. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, just because just in case we have a couple. In yes. Danielle, I'm sure there will be some overlap here. Daniel, you're a little blurry. It's like, you just got a filter on your like beautiful face. I'm not sure what's yeah. going on. I literally have no idea. Throw I... that on. Um, there, oh, there you go. Here we go. That worked. That worked. Is this thing auto focusing? Does know. it do that? It's just awesome. It's a perfect segue into number one. Whoa. (laughs) We are a hot mess this morning, everyone. If you're tuning in, thank you. And if you hang in there, thank you even more. (laughs) Dogs barking. Things will calm down eventually. Things will calm down. But the problem is the puppies are gone, but but one of the puppies lives next door Mm. and can cut through, can get under the fence and will, and will, and will come and sit on the porch and say like, Anybody around? Anybody want to play? That and is super sweet. And I think she's barking because the owners of said dog, AKA my friends are probably trying to snatch it out from underneath the fence before it gets here. Anyway. That's really puppies. sweet. Those puppies. Mm. Yes. They just love their mama. Bridget's like, peace out. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. All right, so my no. number, my number one. And I don't want to offend anyone when I say this. Could be controversial. I'm already. I'm already I know. I'm nervous. <laughs> I just think for me in particular, I would never in a million years like go sexy mm. and be oh, like nudish and mm-hmm. in a bathing suit. Like I, that is not me. I don't think it's professional. I know sex sells, but not on Amanda. Not on Amanda. Okay. So I have. I have two rules of thought on this one. I completely agree with you in a person or in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. However, first of all, I don't, I don't do the sexy thing. Like, let's just right. get that out there. <laughs> um, but if I did, I feel like if it was on a personal account that I do not do business on, then I would be fine with it. I still think your personal is an extension of your professional and Mm -hmm. people in this world, they don't go to reviews necessarily. The first thing they do when they're investigating somebody to use professionally Mm -hmm. is oftentimes go stalk them on social media. And so I really feel that your social media all across the board should be reflective of how you want to be viewed as a professional. And so that is my number one. I, again, and there's, I want to be very clear. There are sexy and beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, someone can look sexy in a suit. I guess, oh, yeah. Right. I'm talking about like the sexy, like skin. Yeah. Cleavage. I, yeah. Again, I, I think it just depends 
Um, I don't really have too, too much of an issue with it. I guess it's like, it depends on how it's done. Well, and this is, again, it's our personal no-no. Oh yeah. Our personal no-no. To each their own. Absolutely. And I know a lot of people who, like I said, suck sells and they're making a killing. So congrats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well done. Just not me. (laughs) Um, Danielle, you should probably go next. Okay. I I will go next. So I will say. No, it's, it's because my neighbor was spraying a uh, yellow jacket nest for me and then came to the door to tell me all about it. But I just refused to open the door and was just yelling through the door. So that's what was happening. If you were gotcha. watching this on YouTube and watching me talk to somebody that wasn't them. <laughs> they clearly didn't know we record on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. And that's right. Okay. We'll that's okay. Out. That's all right. So I will say that none of mine are in order except for this first one. Okay. And this one, okay. I, I will, I will die on this hill all day is I will always keep track of my business expenses and pay my taxes quarterly. Mm. Keep in mind, oh, we live in Michigan. I am not a tax professional. So please talk to your tax professional, especially if you live in a different state, because I have no idea if you pay things quarterly or how things work. I will always die on that hill. Keep track of your business expenses. It sucks. It's time consuming. Consuming. It's tedious, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. That's okay. a good one. That's a good one. I never pay state quarterly taxes because I can't figure out how to do it efficiently. Um, and then I just get charged like $500. Look at, look at I Danielle. Know. I get coupons. Yeah, same. Oh, I have coupons too, but um, I don't know if I have them from the state. You need to. You need I'm, to. And I'm going to say, I, it's not like I'm, I don't do it every single time. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. That's We've all. missed, you know, once or twice. It happens. Yeah, it happens. But not um, very often. I just feel like you those know, deadlines come very quickly. And they're not. So they happen at the same time every year. But it's like they don't happen every three months like you would expect quarterly. It'll be right. like one in January, one in April, one in June, one in September. One, like it's, it's they're weird. It, they're weird space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. Space. weird space. But it is important. And I, um, federal income, I definitely do quarterly. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really bad about the state. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm better about the state than I am the feds because, uh, the feds, I could just pay at the end of the year and that is what it is. You yeah. I always was, you don't get penalized for that. Yeah. That's what my, my person said. They said, you know, if you owe state, make sure you pay state because mm-hmm. the penalties are so much more severe than federal. And this is, we're not experts by any means. Nope. nope. So you're, this is a list of what we don't do, right? We would not do in our business. So you're saying, right. so would I would not, I would not pay your taxes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yep. I was like, did I not keep track of my business expenses? Okay. Some of mine are double negatives. It was hard to spin it the other way. Okay. I just wanted to make sure the rest of my list was appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Clarification. Yeah. Bridget, what would you not do in your business? So I have um, slowly been able to start doing this, um, but I refuse to not be myself in my business. So I don't want to bend and mold myself into someone that 
I'm not just to gain a sale. Um, I've been working on that myself. I love this. It's hard. A lot of it comes just like appearance wise for me. Mm. I don't want to hide my tattoos. Right. I have a nose nose ring. ring. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I don't want to do those things. Oh, here we go, Amanda. I know, Ooh, I know. Hello. Number two on your list is probably hide those. No, nope, no. Nope. I just want to <laughs> document this moment. Bridget Robertson is saying she's willing to lose a client to stand and fall on the sword so she can have her tats revealed and her nose ring is cute. But she doesn't want to lose a buyer or a seller or a potential client by saying, no, I don't have time this evening to show a house. Oh, God, got you there. Listen, I don't want to actually drop this microphone because it's a very expensive microphone, but bam. I know. Mike, drop. I'm going to save this audio for that bit and say, Bridget. I know. Is this is this a tattoo? Like, I know. It's so good. We need we need that on shirts. Yeah. Is that a tattoo? Is that a tattoo? (laughs) Yes. Get it. We are a diehard viewer will get it. Yes. Mm. But I'm serious too. I mean, I know I have a lot to work on, but this is one that I've been working on. I used to show up in the summer to a first time, like first meeting with somebody in a blazer because I didn't want them to see my tattoos or yeah, I know you do. And I learned kind of learned it from you or picked it up from you. Not, not in a negative (laughs) way. I didn't feel like that. I didn't feel like that. You, you copy what you think is right in the business, especially mm-hmm. when you're new, right? Like, when so you have someone as awesome as Danielle to agreed. look up to, awesome yes. as Amanda to look ah. up to. Um, to be honest, I, though, to be fair, it's I, I don't have any arm tattoos yet. Um, but and so it's not to cover up that it's just because that's what I personally like to wear in right. a business setting for sure. I feel like and it gives me a little bit of an edge. Like, sure. I don't know, because of the blazers and stuff that I pick, like I like to be a little bit edgy on stuff. Yep. Too. Yeah, totally. And I have like, my blazers are purple. And like, <laughs> yeah, leopard print. Like- <laughs> hey, leopard print, that's edgy. I like yeah, it. I think yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's something that I have decided that I'm not going to compromise anymore. If, if you see me for the first time and I'm wearing a professional or business casual outfit, but my tattoo is showing and you don't like it. That's okay. Yep. Um, I love that. Also, that's such I a sh- good one. I showed a house yesterday in a Backstreet Boys t-shirt. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, you did go to the concert, so that's yeah. necessary. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're very good friends of mine, so they're not, they ah. weren't going to fire me, but yeah, that's, that's my number one. Another benefit of, of doing business with people, you know, like and trust. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I um, like that. Good for you, Bridget. I also, I, I've had my nose ring for, I don't know, like 15 years or something like that. And I took it out for the first three years I was in real estate. And I would just like once a month or something, just like stick the nose ring back in to make sure it wasn't closing up. And then one day I was just like, screw it. I'm done. And I can remember our broker at the time was like, did you get your nose pierced? I was like, nah, I've just had it pierced. I just <laughs> don't ever wear it. <laughs> Not that he would ever care. No, he didn't care at all. No, he wouldn't. I it's, love that. That's individuality is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Just know that it affects your business in one way or the other and be okay to say, I 100%. know this might affect my business, good or bad 100%. or whatever. It, it's the truth. 
All right. I like it. All right. So my second thing that I don't do in my business, and I will never break this rule hmm. is discuss politics. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, I have to bite my tongue so hard. I, um, I have a art. I, I have mastered the art of people thinking I'm talking to them about politics. Mm, we need to discuss I can, this. I can be extremely neutral, very, very neutral, uh, because some people like to talk about, especially going through this past two years, you know, it's been a challenge in the real estate industry, you know, mm-hmm. for us during this pandemic. So there was a lot of views from agents and other and, and our clients. So I, I got really good at being neutral. Um, so I, I will not talk about politics because you absolutely seclude yourself from 50% of the population. 100%. So that is something that, um, I, I don't do. And I feel very, and those who know me very well know I'm very political. I have lots of views and lots of feelings, Mm -hmm. but I think it's very important. And if you choose, we know a lot of professionals who choose to be very vocal about their political views Mm -hmm. and to each their own. But again, actions and and voicing have consequences. Um, I am an extremely political person myself. I keep it off of social media Mm -hmm. for the most part. If it is something that I don't feel is a political issue, I will mention it casually, um, even if it's been politicized. Um, But I will talk about it, you know, in my personal life and stuff. But sure, I definitely I keep it out of business for sure. Yeah, it's just it's just wise. That's a good one. Okay. Okay, my second one that I would never do as a business owner is not ask for referrals. I think that is so important. It's double negative. I would never not ask for referrals. Okay. Dan, I mean, yeah, her double that. negative. Today. Yeah, Bridget, I know, but like, I couldn't figure out how to twist it and it's fine. It's I'm tired. like when we took the real estate exam, we're like, what are they asking? <laughs> the look like, on both of your faces, I was like, I may have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so clear when you clarify, but yes. we're like, what? Oh girl, that's so, so good. Mm-hmm. It is so important in, I don't care what type of business owner you are. If you sell a service, if you sell a product, whatever it is, if you are not asking for people's business, you are not going to get it. Okay. Period. I've got to know, and I don't think we've ever discussed this, Bridget, with Mm -hmm. Danielle. Mm -hmm. What is your strategy for asking for referrals? Because you guys... I'm not joking <clears throat> when I say I can't do it. Yes, you can. And I literally have envelopes to say it for me that I can put business cards in. Oh, then you're asking for it. Well, okay, fair, but I'm not verbalizing it. Now, can I say, oh, check out Danielle. She's fantastic. Or Bridget, like I can sell others so well, but selling myself, I struggle. Mm. So tell us your secrets. I mean, I don't really have a secret, to be honest. Just I just, it. yeah, I just sort of ask for it. So Everybody knows, well, I'm assuming most people that are listening to this know that the three of us are in real estate. Mm -hmm. Brandon and I have three different points during a transaction that we typically ask for it. We try to remember to do all three times. We're not 100% because there's always different moving Mm -hmm. parts and stuff. But when we first gain a client, we always do either a buyer or a seller consultation, whether that's in person, over Zoom, over the phone, however it kind of works into everybody's schedule. We do that. We always ask right then and there because 
but we don't need to get into it. This is not a real estate (laughs) thing. Once we get an accepted offer, we ask for it then. And then after closing. But like, is it like on the phone? Like, Hey, like congrats on your offer. Now, if anyone else is looking to buy or sell a home. So it depends. It depends on the situation. The first one is always a verbal ask. Um, The second one kind of depends on the situation. Usually a verbal ask, um, sometimes in email form. And the last one is almost always in email form. Mm -hmm. Bridget, we need to get better at that. So I actually have. Yeah, Bridget does this. Yeah, I, um, I have a template and I mail it. Sorry if any of my past clients are listening, but I do have a template, although I do personalize it to you. Mm-hmm. Of course. Just, right. No, but I do have a template. Um, and it just says, thank you so much for allowing me to work for you. I can't wait until you make this house your own, get the keys. I can't wait to see the pink walls. If that's mm-hmm. something we discussed, whatever it might be. Um, and then I say, my business is run on referrals. If you know anybody who's looking to buy or sell, please direct them to me. I would appreciate it. Also, um, your reviews mean so much to me. Could you follow this link and this link and leave me mm-hmm. a review? I don't have any of our old business cards cause we've switched them up over the last year, but our old business cards used to say that on the back. And then they would have, we had three different reviews, just like little snippets of mm-hmm. snippets. Is that the word? Anyways, snippets. like snippets, snippets. That's the one. Uh, on the back of like part of their review that they left us like on Zillow or on Facebook or something, we would kind of tailor that down to just being one line. And we had three of those on the back of our business cards as well. Oh, I like that. I, I think, you know, I, I, what is that? Testimonies. What is, what were, what I was like, what is the name review? I could not think oh, of that, that. that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Reviews are so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. That's and that's I always mean. in that follow, follow up email for us is to ask for reviews. I like that. I like that so much. Ooh, get it girl. And stop with the double negatives. <laughs> I know I got one more. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Bridget. What's your um, my next one is also kind of a double negative. So I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will never not have um, networking or business partners who are connected to our business whether it's through title work, through lending, Mm. through inspections. Um, Of course, people can use whoever they want for those things, but I Mm -hmm. will always have somebody who I- Resources. Resources. Love it. Refer out. Um, Not only because I think you get a better experience when you are using somebody, you know, that gains that kind of relationship with you, a business relationship, your clients will have a better um, experience, but also the knowledge that you get from those people. I can't tell you how many times I have sent something out and I'll get a note from my favorite lender who says, hey, next time, um, a a good way to word that would be do, 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 do. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, they're priceless, priceless. Yeah. If you don't have some good business relationships for those who are in the business, at least with like sales, mm-hmm. oh, get yourself some. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're saying I have none, look harder yep. because they're out there. They may not be exactly your cup of tea, like how they do business, but look at the three of us and how drastically different. Oh yeah, for sure. We run our businesses, but get yourself some really preferred partners. I love that Bridget. Okay. My number three. 
is I will never stop learning in my business. Oh, why didn't I have that on mine? I love that. I, you know what? Five things I would never do as a human, Mm -hmm. just as a person. I love that 100%. It's I, and I think that looks all different ways. I mean, cause mm-hmm. I think absolutely growing, as a person is growing yourself as a professional. 100%. Right? Um, so that is super important to me. And for those who've listened for a length of time, know that I don't necessarily read. So mm-hmm. I'm not reading to learn, but I am consuming, whether it's listening to people on TikTok, listening to audiobooks, you know, um, going to, I used to go to a lot more like not conventions, but, um, little, and I don't even want to say keynotes cause they're not like that big, but I was always going to some sort of mini events to, yeah. to learn more. And because of our <clears throat> profession, we are always required to do continuing education. Yes. And I'm that nerd who actually kind of enjoys it, especially the Me legal too. updates and stuff, because that's where your, your really good nuggets are. Yeah. So, yeah. Never stop learning. I think that's super important. I 100% agree. I love that one. That one might be my favorite one on this. Episode. Well, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, my voice is not happy right now. Did, <laughs> did Brandon give you like a like pass through? Like Watson in water. Did. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. What a good boy. <laughs> he's so good. Um, okay, my last double negative. I would never. Okay. And I'm, I have, this is an asterisk at the end of this. Okay. So hear me out. I would never not answer my phone. Mm, mm -hmm. Now Mm. I say that by saying when I'm working, I'm working when I'm not, I'm not, I've gotten a lot better at this boundary. I'm not great at it, but I've gotten a lot better. And when I am working, if I am available, I will answer my phone. I was taught this I think maybe my second or third training, um, once I became an agent, uh, from the owner of our brokerage and it stuck with me to the core. If I am working, I will answer my phone if I'm available and not doing something else, but 100%, I will answer my phone. I love it. I think that's, and you guys, we just have to say like, are you referring to Joe or Dennis when you say that? Dennis, (laughs) Dennis, <laughs> we have, we have been so blessed mm-hmm. with some amazing mentors in our professional careers. I just got to say that like Dennis, and it Joe may have been amazing. my first training with him. Amazing. Yep. I like yep. it. Bridget, what's your third? Okay. This is another one that I've, I've just learned. Okay. I will never not take the vacation. <gasps> Ooh. We all give Bridget a round of applause for this one, because this one, I don't think people realize how hard this is for people who are out there who are in a salary job, who are in a nine to five. They don't understand what it's like when you don't have paid time off when you are working with the general public or whatever it is, how hard this actually is. Mm -hmm. We can take a vacation literally whenever we want. And we don't No. And I think Bridget, you have learned over the years, there's a way to take a vacation and then there's the way not to, which is just not to take it. There is an effective way Mm -hmm. to really take a week off. And that just means that you have to have planning, you have to communicate properly and you have to have, Mm -hmm. you know, the proper people in place to be helpful during that time off. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I think that is great. It's mm, that's good. That's so good. And 
there's kind of like a running joke in our industry that says, if you want yes. more business, take a vacation. <laughs> I'm yes. sure that that goes oh. for a lot of other businesses as well. If I am our- kidding. Sorry. I mean, I totally cut you off, no, but I went to Jamaica mm-hmm. and when we came back, it was like, I haven't oh, had a boom. day off since we came back from Jamaica a month ago. Mm-hmm. It has been new listing, new buyer, new consultation, this thing, that thing, the other thing. And I'm grateful for it. I'm not complaining, but um, that's what makes those vacations so necessary. 100%. This industry and anyone who owns their own business or is an entrepreneur knows it is exhausting. Mm -hmm. I was with a client um, two days ago and he'll never hear this. Um, I had been with him for multiple days in a row. And I said, okay, well, as soon as I get home, I'll work on this. And he looked at me and he said, do you ever get a day off? And I said, not really. Um, because honestly, if, even if we're not out working, mm-hmm. hitting the streets, we're working, we're answering oh, yeah. phone calls, we're emailing, we're working on our files. Like yep. admin, admin. Yes. Admin. Um, and he was like, that would be really hard. And I was like, you know what? It is really hard. <laughs> um, so yes, the vacations are important. And I used to agonize over taking a vacation. Me too. Um, but I refuse to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's I it. can remember when I had been in the business maybe just shy of a year. And I went to take my first vacation. And I was going up north with Brandon. And the day of, I told him I can't go. I can't do it. And I just sat there just sobbing, which is ridiculous. But I, I was just so there was so much going on. There was so much stress and anxiety. And I was like, I can't go. And he literally left without me. And like 20 minutes into his drive, I called him to come back. I said, screw it. I'm going. I don't care. Come back and get me. Oh. <laughs> Turn around and come get me. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh, Brandon. It's, not, it's hard. It's, it's, hard. it's so hard. Now tell me, had you had somebody to give you a roadmap of what taking a vacation looks like in sales looks like, mm-hmm. would you have been able to do it easier? Yeah. Cause there's just, there is a roadmap. There's mm-hmm. check, you know, boxes that you need to check and put things on autopilot. So that way, you know, for us, if we have a closing during that time, we have a closing during that time, we make sure someone can represent us if yeah. we're physically not being able to be present. And so when you're brand new in any industry, you don't know what your options are. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to go, I want to take a vacation. I don't know how find your mentor to kind of give you an idea of how that looks for your business. Mm-hmm. And I think for this is probably the case for a lot of uh, business owners out there is it's kind of isolating at times mm-hmm. um, for us specifically, because that's all I can really compare it to. We work with the general public, but we work alone. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have a mentor or a teammate or maybe even a small team or something like that. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, we work alone. And I think that if you don't have those people to kind of go to, I think this kind of goes back to even Bridget's resources a little bit is like maybe finding that sort of community to help you. So other people who are within your same industry and stuff too, could fall into that category. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So take the vacation. And a vacation doesn't mean you actually have to physically leave. Your vacation can just be that you're not working. Unplugging a week off and unplugging. That's okay. You don't have to. I think we feel like we have to go away to make the excuse to take the time off. 
Like no. Well, I had that that message with you guys not this last past weekend. Year. But right? like, yeah. And I was like, is it okay to tell these people that I am not showing houses this weekend? Yep. <laughs> you all, well, uh-huh. Sure is. And I honestly, I kid you not, when as soon as I sent that message, I thought these two are gonna be like, No, of course you have to. Like your your client wants to see a house, you have to show it. And you were both like, No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But then I ended up showing houses that weekend and working all I know you did. Um, so anyway. Uh, is that a tattoo? (laughs) (laughs) So good. So moving on to my fourth Bridget Roberts. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not and will not compare myself to others within the same industry or any other industry. I just don't do it. Now, I will add their faces are fantastic right now. Watch the video. <laughs> I that does not mean I don't pay attention to my competition. I love analyzing, digesting, calculating everything mm-hmm. everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. But I I learn from it. I'm not envious of it. I go, "Oh, I like that approach." I might spin that a little into my business. Oh, they don't have children and they're single. They can do this at this time. Mm. I can't. So I digest, I learn, I never compare. And I hope everyone can get to that point because it's very liberating. Silence, Uh, dead silence. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have a lot to add to that. I (laughs) neither. I just don't. Do we remember our conversation about imposter syndrome? Let's uh-huh. link to that episode, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yep. I compare. That's what I do. Um, I, there's that really popular quote that says, like, don't compare your beginning or chapter one or something oh, to somebody absolutely. else's chapter 20. That's I. if there was a gold medal for that, I and, would I would own 12 of them. But let's break that down even more. Don't compare your chapter one to anyone else's chapter one, because everyone's start looks true different. They're in a different season. They've got different resources. It's just what it is. So it is so unfair for us to compare. Me and Bridget are just sad at that one. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And I, I posted a while ago and it was probably my most bold Facebook post that I had posted in a long time. It was don't get mad at your competition for doing the stuff that you're Mm -hmm. unwilling to do. It's mm-hmm. true. I do. Remember and that. Yep, I felt yep. very strongly about that. And it was, I actually received messages like what happened? That's so an Amanda like to say something so bold or so strong, but I was just kind of, I was in a mood. Mm-hmm. I had Amanda's gotten fun. real feisty. I She's gotten real feisty. <laughs> Hashtag. I love it. Plus <laughs> <laughs> she turns I, 40 and all bets are off. <laughs> well, and right. what I said was true. It is 100%. It is. You know, no, don't come you like, and it was, people were coming to me boohooing about their comparison. And I'm going, well, if you're not willing to do what they're doing, don't come to me and complain. I do. Okay. On this for certain people that I used to feel competitive towards. Mm. And then I look at their life and I'm like, no offense. It's working great for them, but yeah. it's nothing that I would want for my life. Yep. So yep. I've gotten good at it to a certain degree. 
Um, it's a process. We're you working got, through some things. You both have gotten significantly better at this. Mm-hmm. You may not feel like you have when I say that out loud, but mm-hmm. I promise you from an outsider looking into both of your lives and how you feel about certain things, you have made tremendous growth. So I applaud well, you, you. I appreciate that. Unfortunately for Amanda, she gets to hear Danielle and I just spiral a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do I do? What but do I do? You're so good at lifting us up and reminding us of the important stuff, whether it's me specifically being in a super hard stage of life right now, reminding me that this will not last forever. Like you're so good. You're so good at like, but under reworking the situation, your hard, both of your hard is very relevant Mm -hmm. at that time though. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, yep. it's respecting the moment that you're in, but also giving you a glimmer of hope that light yeah. at the end of the tunnel that will come. Yeah. Yep. It's, so that's my four. Mm, that's a good one. Good. Uh, it's eerily similar to my fourth, but like Ooh. not at all because okay. I don't have that. Um, <laughs> but I would, never, again. <laughs> <laughs> I would never not speak poorly of my competition to clients and customers. Oh, very similar. Yeah. Not speak poorly. Right. I would never, no, I would never speak Speak poorly. Whatever. You get it. I was like, I thought you said no more double negatives. (laughs) You get, you get what I'm saying. I would never speak poorly of my competition in front of clients or customers ever. If you want to complain about somebody, do it to a spouse or a friend who's in the same industry, something like that. If they could ever be a client for me, I am not discussing it. And I'm even talking like really it. close friends of mine who mm-hmm. may potentially be a client. I'm not saying anything. I'm not. So you let me under, make sure I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah down the street is your best friend. Yeah. And you're getting together to just hang out. And you would so you're saying I would never say, oh, my gosh, there's this real estate agent. Named Bridget. I haven't so far. I got to get better at that. <laughs> hey, we're all growing, Bridget. To each we're all their growing. own, you know, whatever. Not to my but, clients, but like to my, like my friend next door, I'd be like, you are not going to believe yeah. what happened I mean, today. I mean, maybe I have, I'm, I can't think of a time. I'm sure you haven't. You're, I'm sure you have not. But also to be fair, I have you guys and I have Brandon, who is my husband, who's in the same industry. So True. we, you know. You purge. Yes, you purge exactly. I get it all out. Yes. <laughs> Poor Brandon just gets like dumped on, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And you guys are kind of dumping into the same like storyline because you're mm-hmm. both dealing with it at the time. Yeah. So we both deal with the same clients, the yeah. same people. No, yeah. it's, yep. Very good one. I think that's hey, very mature and very professional of you. Thanks. I can't stand it when I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Me crazy. Um, I will never. And again, all of mine have become, have come from learning experiences mm-hmm. because I have done these things. So, um, I will never get burned twice. Ooh, I'm not good at that one ever again. Most of the time. Um, <laughs> Almost a hundred percent of the time it works a hundred percent of the time. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. It's not a hundred percent of the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have been burned by people in our industry, like business partners, not mm-hmm. necessarily real estate agents, but mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys know, mm-hmm. if you want to know, text me and I'll, I'll talk trash about this. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> 
Her number is. <laughs> Just Google me. My number is everywhere. Um, but no, that I have is. been burned. But because I am such a people pleaser, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh, you really did me dirty last time. But I can't tell you no. So yeah, you can have my business again. Or client, last time we said that we weren't going to look at 75 houses that are all perfectly acceptable, but then still go look at five more. It's hard. Yep. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Um, but I'm learning, I'm learning that um, especially business partners, industry partners, like mm-hmm. we all make mistakes. We all drop balls. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. if you're, uh, you guys know what I'm saying. I do. So, I do. Mm-hmm. I would say this. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. If you make a mistake, own up to it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That goes such a far way in my book yep. by saying, look, I screwed up. My apologies. I, it won't happen again. I'm going to work on it. Let's move forward. That's yep. that's how you win me back. I love that. And I would just like to add to that, Bridget, a little bit. I know this is your number four, but I think when we're talking business relationships, I think it's very important that it's a two way street and not one sided. Mm. That's a good one. Oh, that is a good one. I feel like, you know, we can only produce what we can produce, you know, and for example, we may throw lenders way more business than what they ever can physically throw back. Our for way, sure. Right. Correct. Because of yeah. the way our industry works, we drive a lot of that train of who they use for inspectors by our suggestions mm-hmm. and whatnot. But if the opportunity to throw something back to us or help us in other ways comes up, I hope that they always do. So I think that's really important to remember that it's not just burning you, but actually supporting your business. Yeah. It's reciprocal. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I like it. It mm-hmm. makes our business easier. That's a good mm-hmm. one, Bridget. Yes. I couldn't articulate it very well. Cause I didn't want to get into the whole drama of it all, but business well, owners, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. We, oh girl, we do. All right. Last ones, guys. Let's let's do a speed round. Okay. My last and final fifth. I will not work for someone who is not a good fit for my business. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, I will. So call me, guys. Call me if you're not. Call me, baby. No, don't call me, baby. (laughs) Call Bridget. But I think I think this goes back to Bridget's. Uh, you know, I'm gonna show off the tattoos. I'm gonna wear my nose ring and stuff. So she is looking for the people who are completely fine with that. Who are her people? And I feel like those kind of go hand in hand. They do. Mine is not necessarily, it's usually about scheduling conflicts or, you know, I have a firm start in a firm cutoff for my business day, Mm -hmm. which is very generous in my opinion, compared to other industries. So, I mean, it's not like a nine to five, I'm not being unrealistic. So Mm -hmm. I, but there are just some people who just aren't a good Mm -hmm. fit. And if they can't bring me joy and add to my business. I don't, I don't need it. Cause then it's bringing my value to my other people down and I'm not willing to do that. Yeah. This is also an area that I've gotten a little bit better at. Um, when it comes more to my time is extremely valuable. Everybody's time is extremely valuable. If I, but if I'm taking time away from my kids and you're going to stand me up a couple of times, our relationship is over. Done. Our business relationship has been severed. So I may want to throw up afterwards, but I will end the relationship. You do. Yeah. You're good at that. I, Mm -hmm. um, again, it goes back to getting burned. I will let you walk all over me until I cry. And Amanda Mm -hmm. says, call this person right now and tell them that you're done. Yep. So that's when I have to get, I really have to work on that. That's a good one, Amanda. 
It is. But I love that Bridget actually is starting to do that. Mm-hmm. She is when we recommend something, Danielle, like Bridget's yep. being like strong enough to do the things that she needs to do to either change that person's behavior or cut the loss. Yep. I like it. I'm so proud of you, Bridget. Me too. Okay. My last one is I would never give up too quickly. And I mean, by jumping into a new career Mm. or a new like prospecting or marketing tactic, something like that. So good. Give things time to marinate, figure out if it's going to work for you. Nothing is going to happen immediately. And if it does, it still needs some sort of patience and nurturing to kind of get you to, to where you want to be anyway. So, oh, so long game. Good. I'm in it for the long game. That's awesome. That's a great one. Mm, good mm-hmm. stuff. Thanks. Bridget, Bridget. Right. My Bridget, last one, woo. my last one kind of goes back to the vacation thing, but on the opposite side of that. So I will never not, yes, I will never not <laughs> help someone when I can. Because Ooh, there is nothing more infuriating than reaching out to a group of 200 people saying, can anyone please show a house for me tonight at five o'clock? I will pay you. Mm-hmm. And there's, that's a good one. That's a really good one. How can we expect that to be able to take oh. vacations when no one is willing to help? And so anytime I see a message, mm. Hey, can someone jump in and do this for me? And I actually can do it. I mm-hmm. might not want to do it. Nobody wants to share, but I'm going to do it. I love that. That's that is oh, so that's good. A good one. And we all know there's the people who are the over askers, right? They're always yeah. oh, in a yeah. pickle. They're always this. They're always that. Like, okay, learn, learn ones from being taken advantage of. Right. Yeah. And we move on time management. But- Absolutely. When there really is a person who is raising their hand for help. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. I think, oh <clears> gosh, <throat> I just love that. I really love that. I, uh, I feel like we have not been great at this, but we're in such a hard stage right now that it's like, we're just strapped to the max. No, <sighs> I, I think people babies. realize that though. I mean, I never in a million right. years would be like, Hey, Danielle, can you do an open house for me this <laughs> weekend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But seriously, we would if we could. Right. You respect this. And we have a thousand times over. Ooh, that is good. And it goes back to like recapping the community, like get yourself a good community. Yes. And answer your phone if you're working. And answer your phone if you're working. My goodness. I know. And I will never understand entrepreneurs or salespeople who screen their phone calls and then we'll call you back like three seconds later. Oh, sorry. Quite a bit. I don't understand. Just answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Just answer it. If it's a telemarketer, hang up on them. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with this because I'm going, I'm, I'm silently going, mm. Amanda, I absolutely let my phone ring. Hmm. Even during business hours. I do. Okay. Interesting. I do. Now to be fair, it's usually I'm knee deep into something else. Right. Well, sure. So I'm not like if, yeah. If I ha- actively have a deal with another realtor yes. and I can pick up and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this, but you know, I can talk to you. I just might not like be in the most professional setting, but like, if I don't know the number and it looks like a scam, I'm not picking up, leave me a number. I, I will not answer. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for this one. I will not answer if the caller ID says quick and loans. I'll be honest with you. Ooh. Um, because nine times out of 10, they're what? just calling to 
harassment. They're not calling. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I typically don't answer. I let that one go to voicemail. And if I need to call them back, I certainly will. Of it's course. all within reason, right? Whatever yes. within reason means to you. Like yeah. we all have different levels of what we can tolerate and what we can't. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and yeah, when your number gets out there longer, it becomes mm-hmm. at some point statistically impossible to pick up a nonstop phone call. Nonstop. It just yeah. rings and rings. And, and rings. I will... I will preface that again by saying if I am busy or doing something else or I'm never going to answer the call when I'm with a client or something like, you know what I'm saying? Like I would never be rude to somebody else's time after my phone. Agreed. Agreed. And if at all possible, if a phone call can be a text, text me. So I have. One gripe about that. I go back and forth with this one. Danielle, what's your gripe? My gripe is if if it can be an email, put it in an email. Because <laughs> in an email, I can read it. I can flag it. I can mark it. A text. Once you read that text, it goes away. Why? I'm sorry. I'm so heated about this. Why has technology not come far enough that I can flag a text so I can look at it later or unread a text? So I can come back to it later because I will forget. I agree. It comes to preference, right? And if there's anything of utmost importance, I do screenshot and throw it in our dot loop. Like I save it as a PDF and I keep it in there. So that way I can, I can move along because I don't always want to dig through my emails either. Right. So it's so much easier. Like we have, uh, listen, I got everything color coded. Everything is got a folder (laughs) and stuff. This shouldn't surprise anybody. I love it. Like, we have a system when emails come in. Is this urgent? Is this something I can do tomorrow? Is this something I can do next week? Like we have a flagging system. <sighs> so what did I hit a trigger on the way oh, out? Oh, you door. so did. You touched the nerve <laughs> on that one. So yes, if a phone call can be a text, great. If a text can be an email, even better. And mm. I think that's a great way to end this is no like know your communications, like make sure you are utilizing the proper communication channels for the message you're trying to like relay and, and maybe even set that expectation up front. Yeah. Say, yeah. Hey, I was if, gonna, if it, you're working with me, this is it, how I prefer to be communicated with. And yeah. I, I'm not good at that. I should I, be. I do. And I often say like, I text response a lot of things because you will maybe forget what I have said on the phone. So I do like to respond in text form or email. So they have a resource to go back to. Mm. I like that. So there's to each their own, but don't um, text Danielle when it can be an email. I mean, I'm just saying that warning on the way out. Just saying. Wow. This, this episode went lengthy and we are so sorry. I knew this was going to be a long one. But we were passionate about our five. Maybe we should have did two. <laughs> true. But that's not the TikTok trend. You know what? I'm not on that side of TikTok. I've not seen this trend. Oh my gosh. On, it's everywhere. I'm currently on um, Bama Rush Week. So. Oh my goodness. Look at you go. It's fun. That All right, guys. Crazy. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. And hopefully you can take some of these things and incorporate them into your, not even your business, your life. I mean, there's things Mm -hmm. here that you can use outside of the business world. So never stop learning. Also, I'm going to take a page out of our own books. Is that the phrase? I don't know. I'm not great with phrases, but 
give us a review wherever yeah. you listen to us. Yes. Give us some comments. You know, we would love if you shared us with a friend who you think that would enjoy our commentary. Look at Danielle asking for the referral. Get it, girl. Get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We will see you next week with another exciting episode of the Bad Moms in Business. Till then, we hope you have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye guys.